alone again. That's who I am. I'm alone again. Uh, well, I'm not alone because um, I've heard that a lot of you like listening to the podcast of the Danger Club, which, um, you know, baffling, frankly. But uh, if you do want to support us and give us gold or whatever, then uh, do go over to our Patreon. Uh, Patreon. 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 Yes, and uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. So uh, there we go. Mm, Patreon. Gene, put that down. Put that down. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. Fulton is effectively now fighting the entire Danger Club and winning. No one takes it from me. If you all listen to me, maybe you'll listen to MZ and I quick draw MZ. Oh, oh my God. What are you doing? I need the power to bring you back. Hold on to the ones you love. I just see that you've been doing all right holding them shards. Yeah, I've been doing fine. Guess you won't mind if someone else held them for a while. It's been quite the walk in the country, hasn't it, lad? Yeah. <laughs> the adventure continues now. My my back is killing me this week. I've uh, I've taken on I've taken on a relatively new job recently, working in an, an actual theatre, which I've never done before. And I can tell you, theatres are designed by fucking hobbits. Yeah, the the ceilings there are not built for giant Gandalf people, and the job involves running around really fast all the time so basically i'm just racing through things that can give me a concussion at all time i'm like the little rainbow six guys like doing little stooped runs everywhere mm-hmm. trying to like trying to keep up with with our buddy anna who's the stage manager who moves like a fucking rocket and i'm just like it's like trying to keep up with you james in this house and she's just gone <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like ah oh, no she knows yeah. every nook and cranny she does she's also much younger than us and yeah. and this little slight little frame yeah don't try and keep up with that scary scary fast uh, scary fast like the scarily fast Fulton Battlestone who had three episodes of Fighting the Danger Club and very nearly one hello yeah. everyone and welcome to very nearly the Fulton Battlestone solo podcast but now <laughs> the Danger Club podcast yeah. to be fair we were rolling yeah, really yeah. bad well, and also yeah. you, um, you were doing non-lethal yeah, you were doing non-lethal yeah. stuff we was yeah I was so. uh, genuinely towards the end of the fight I was like I think I've run out of punches to pull I'm going to have to start just actually punching yeah. but at that point I was like if I start doing like combat combat damage I think the numbers are still against me at this point I don't think especially when I did three attacks and couldn't breach your armor once so I was <laughs> like don't think this is going to go Karagor's way if this yeah. is a straight up fight um, yeah but, but yeah, we're all friends now all friends all friends yeah. all friends now yes um <laughs> yeah, it's mad. When I started that conversation, I didn't truly know it was going to go that way. Yeah, yeah. And Caragall started the conversation. I don't think he knew it was necessarily going to go that way. It was just going to be a frank talking to. There was a there was a point in it where I was like, shall I role play as me or shall I roll it like to get persuaded? Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, I didn't know how to play it because your argument was good. Can I can I say I was delighted as a player because at one point you were like. Oh, but they're my friends. Oh, and I thought there was this like 50 50. I was like, oh, don't cop out. Like, don't just be like, you're my friend. And you were like, oh, you're going to take me to the death. I was like, yeah, good. <laughs> that's, that's by far more fun because, yeah, yeah, yeah. he could be persuaded, but I think it would have, I think it would have downgraded his character arc because he yeah. got well into that shard. Yeah. Like, whoa, boy. Oh, um, you missed Scott that he was actually rubbing them on himself he whilst was. naked in his room. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. 
He was well <laughs> yeah, into you, those shards, man. You may not be so keen to hang on to those shards know, if you'd known what Fortner had been doing with them. <laughs> and like you, you guys look into the shard because now Carrie's got fucking two. Mm-hmm. You guys just look into the shards and make up your own visions. Make up your own shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 But they're purely your choice. Yeah, but it, it's kind of, but it's it's got a sort of rings of power kind of aspect to it. Yeah, I so know. It will show you what you want it's to see. It's definitely the vibe, but if you just never look into the shards, you're never going to be... Yeah. Well, but there's always that. But they constantly call to you. They, they do, do have like a compulsion a, yeah, to them, yeah. There's, It's like yeah. once you have one, the rest of them call to yeah. you. You have a, an obsession to try and get more. Scott's going to constantly be looking at that. You saw that guy back in the library. You saw what had happened to... That was the, it's basically the only person you've met, other than Freya. Um, the only person you've met was a Librian who has ever held a shard, you know, and he ended up in a demon light. He basically sold his soul for to try and get another one. So they do have a thing. We should say for the Dangerlings, anyone who's wondering, there is no mechanic... Um, behind the shards there is no rule that we're running there's no will saves or anything that we're doing behind this it is it is purely player driven um, that, that you guys have the briefing of how they affect you and how they make you feel and, and I've, I've very much left it to all of you guys that's why I want always want you to describe what you see when you look in the shards because only you really know what your character wants or, or what they're remember it's not what it's not what your character wants logically it's it's what is deep inside them what is yeah. there you know it, what is every cr- what is the little crack what is the thing that you secretly want more than something else all of these little bits um, and I, I think it's a really interesting thing to explore um, to explore both kind of the merits and, and flaws of, of characters because um, they are unpredictable things there was a moment where Bubba was just going to cast invisibility on himself when he was holding three um, he was just going to walk off for ten minutes <laughs> just for 10 minutes 10 minutes like, that's how long it lasts forever. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean like yeah, yeah. yeah he would have just gonna just run off and see what see what so happens nice walk with the shots. The yeah day. it's different isn't it like um, I suppose with the manipulability uh, of how we're running it with the shards because Fulton being a simple fella is easily persuaded but then probably easily downswaded if you'd like what I mean right. like the stuff that would manipulate and persuade Fulton isn't necessarily the stuff that would manipulate and persuade everyone else however Bubba having them on his person is a little bit more uh, being a bard, being a musician, like there's already more complex layers. There's also a level of intelligence that he adds to keeping them and maintaining control over them that Fulton wouldn't necessarily do. Mm. So it's interesting how, you know, different reflections can come out that way through the shards. Yeah, yeah and, and different manipulations, like you say, because obviously, you know, let's say Carrigal, you might have more of a compulsion that if you had the shards, you'd use them for good and no one else would. So you need to trust me with the shard because it would be showing you that mm. if anyone else got the shard, a bad thing would happen. But if you care all the shards, that's going to be good. And therefore, you'd right. then turn yeah, it. It would yeah. be the same thing, but reversed. Because you'd be like, no, 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 you can't, I can't give them to you because you're going to turn into a, de- a demon necromancer. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, dude, so you don't, um, don't get me wrong. When Bubba handed me that, that other shard, there was a temptation for me to turn around and be like, yeah, thanks, mate. And no. <laughs> Just run off. Yeah, 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 the super <laughs> Cover up all my tracks. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very kind of I like the different inter I like that Fulton's Fulton's interpretation of corruption is very Fulton. It's what Fulton believes that you know because there's a part of Fulton that, that kind of knows that what he's doing is wrong, and that in his mind I guess is kind of what Fulton thinks of as a bad guy as is like is the, whereas Bubba it's more 
it's more creative and it's more it's almost more sinister like I've always said I'm not bards have never been my favourite class to play in, in any game mm. but I think they make such good villains I think uh, yeah. uh, once a bard starts to go oh, that creativity could be so twisted like this, the stuff that you can do with it um, give, me, give me an evil wizard over an evil bard any day uh, if you want to face something because oh, they can be nasty um, it's kind of like the difference of like um, it being taken away from Gollum, isn't it? And Bilbo handing it over mm. at the end of, you know, at the beginning of the Fellowship. Yeah. Like he's had it for a few years, but he he can just about give it away. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I was. I, was, I felt like Bubba was doing it. He was kind of like, you know, it was he knows really, he'll give it. It was really difficult for him, but actually he, he can give it up. You know what I mean? He can he can step away from it for a while. Um, like, he's, he's still got an intention to try and get them. But <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. the thing. That's the fear. That's the rot that sets in. That's yeah. the uh, what you saw with the Librian back in the uh, in the Demon Library was as soon as you became aware that you had a shard, it was right back there uh, where it was. It's yeah. even even having been separated for centuries from the shard, um, that the damage was still there. It's like a non-smoker, isn't it? Always wanting to have a cigarette. You always, yeah. So you need like a, <laughs> so you need like a vape shard. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not as good though, is it? It's not as good. It's not. It's not as good. Never as good. <laughs> and then, then Bubba can be the first ever person to vape shard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah man. Uh, oh, the um, But you managed to. Uh, You've managed to just about resolve this, although several of you are horribly injured. Yeah, <laughs> we can do this. Mm. It's fine. And uh, you've and you've used up most of your spells. Well, quite a lot of your yeah, spells. Well, Velda held back a few. I held back uh, more than a few. Yeah, because yeah. actually, when you said about we know we're going to face the undead thing, I very much in my mind as well. I'm just like, should I cast fly? Should I cast this? Should I cast that? No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> but of course, a lot of mine's damage dealing. Yeah. Moment. That's why I geared up today for is literally like, oh, let's go and kill something. Oh, Fulton. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, cool. Yeah. Would mm. uh, anyone have done anything differently? How many hit points did you get down to? Now we're all uh, yeah, that was it. We were talking about that. So yeah. I'm at 41 hit points from 100. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, it's not insignificant. Um, I had a couple more rounds left in me. If it had hit me every round, and bear in mind between all the malices we we're putting on him and me putting distance, we we're reducing the amount of attacks he could do. So if he had two or three attacks, that might have gone very quickly. But being as we put him at like one or two attacks max each round, then yeah, I could have gone for a couple more rounds. But um, but like one getting one crit from Fulton is like like what is the damage with? I mean, you didn't have MZ, I suppose, did you? So you're down to the uh, it's two D twelve for. MZ axe and it's 2d10, 2D10. I think for um, the war the great club so with the power attack 3d10 and then your what's your attack bonus plus 7 plus 7 so so potential 37 points of damage on a regular hit 674 points of damage on a crit that's mm. max but that's that's what Fulton can do with a single hit that's the, uh, the uh, you should have seen the look on Caragor's face because you actually rolled higher damage with the club that does technically less damage than yeah. the axe. The look on Caragor's face as he took MZ out of your hands triumphantly and then you smacked him in the head <laughs> with the club even harder than you did before was just confusion. Um, 
pain. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, because the, the club is the scepter of the frog king that you murdered yeah. like, the last time you turned yeah. a bit evil. So it's a real kind of like, <laughs> there's a whole arc to this. But, uh, but you made it through. You've made it through. You've, maybe there's, uh, maybe not all your trust has made it through. Does Shania have a... She has got a shard. I yeah. don't think... So we've got, I don't know if she does, because you've got four shards. Yeah, she does. You've yeah, got, she's got one. Because yeah. the one, Fulton two. was going to look at stealing one from her or something, yeah. and that was another sort of drum. Oh, yeah, well, I keep it safe in a thingamabob yeah, my, yeah, under yeah. my head when yeah. I sleep. And it's like, no, you've never said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, currently so, the shard ownership goes. Velda's got one. Shania's got one. Caragol's got two. Yeah. That's right. Four yeah. Yes. But that three he did for a little <laughs> while <laughs> for about point. a minute yeah <laughs> um, yeah. yeah anyway tricky tricky yeah because there's one one from Freya slash smash wangle um, if you want to trace it back that far yeah yeah um, so you've got the one from Freya you've got the one that you stole that Fulton stole from the whispering tyrant and you've got the two from the Mwangi expanse that were part of the curse breaker those are the four that you have currently. How many does it take to make a whole mirror? You don't know because no. they're just broken. So you don't know you don't know what the total is, and you don't even know if you need every single one of them to make the mirror. Right. Um. Good. Okay. Cool. Great. <laughs> yes. Um, good. So yeah. How are we all? Uh, how are we all feeling? Feeling sprightly and, uh, and awake after that, ready to ready to fight some kind of undead monster. Yeah, yeah. easy. Yeah, kind of. I kind of felt it's all right. Uh, he thinks. Yeah, I mean, Caragor might lean a little bit more on the. But oh no, he can't. He's got no fucking arrows. That's the whole point. I haven't had any fucking offensive arrows for about like ten episodes. That I keep meaning to buy someone and go into a town. Now, oh, for fuck's sake, never mind. Well, we are going to a village. Yeah, but they're not going to sell arrows. Why not? Well, uh, they the kind of thing you do in towns. Might have a no, Fletcher hunters, yeah, they're hunting and stuff like that. All right, yeah, maybe they might they might be a bit shit. Like you know, you just make us kids like with twigs, a bit of leaf at the end. <laughs> oh, great, and a stone. Yeah, mate. The, Tesco you know, value like uh, arrows. It's it's the skill of the ranger, not the arrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ranger's feeling not pretty true strong at out right all. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, the mental uh, drain as well. Physical physical drain of fighting Volton and then the mental drain of having to talk Bubba down from it as well. It's like, <laughs> fucking hell, I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, yeah, how much yeah. can you, can you ever trust the cozy cabin again? Mm-hmm. After like, one day you just wake up in the cozy cabin realm and Bubba's, Bubba's long gone with all the shards mm. and you're there with Mr. and Mrs. Cozy Cabin. Oh God, what happened, what would happen if you were still in the cabin when it, uh, uh, well, when you, uh, when what, I, because it screams and goes collapsing <laughs> oh, no, and stuff, doesn't just, it? You, we've, that's but happened if before. You were, if you were in there, like... That, no, that doesn't happen. What way to it, do it, just, it dispels around you and you yeah, fall into the Yeah, it floor. spits you out, basically. Yeah. Um, you're, you're like lying in a bed. Well, we, did, to... we did this last time. I think it was Volton. Was, it, no, no, it was Velda. You, you spat him out onto the streets of Kibway. So you, was, uh. you were laying on a cot and then all of a sudden you just went <laughs> and fell on the floor. Yeah. yeah. The same thing happened to uh, Philippe as well. Philippe was just covered in sand. The, um, the amount of Back spells that seem to have inbuilt safety tools but aren't all they're designed for is that you can't do sneaky offensive yeah. damage through them like that's all they're built for really yeah. you'd be like yeah. oh can I just lure someone into my cozy cabin and then just end the spell to do like 48 worth of force damage no it spits them out and you're like okay fine <laughs> <laughs> it's 
because they know because they know the way uh, gamers think and they spend all this time putting in these rules being like okay there's that there's a structure in place that you can't just use like paralyzed to just end the fight and kill the boss monster so we everyone else gets a go okay so they've got all that oh shit we'll have to think where you can just kill someone with a house <laughs> yeah. the cottage yeah. spell is the most powerful spell in the game <laughs> I think yeah. yeah I think the last time we really abused a mechanic like that was in a private campaign with the Brimbo and the Witch Sleep and coup de gras. Sleep and coup de gras. We literally Very powerful. Oh, yeah, we did that coup de gras. And do you know what? Then they redid the rules and sleep got nerfed yep. to death because that was such a loophole. Literally, we, we, we put asleep massively powerful creatures by the end and just being like, and stab, 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 Anyone so. who's listened to a lot of, if you listen to the glass cannon, you'll know, um, Hungry Pit, that's another one. Hungry Pit, hugely overpowered. Like, as soon as you, it's these spells, once you get it, it's like, oh, right, okay, well, there's there's no reason for me to ever look at any, like, I'd literally just cast this spell every turn. There's no, mm. there's no better thing for me to do than this thing in every, you know, I have to actively play badly to not just do this same tactic for every single fight. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so it's nice to, it's nice to kind of change that stuff up. And I remember what, like... What levels Hungry Pit? <laughs> I think that's longer. I bet it's in there somewhere or something. But I, I remember like back in school playing second edition D&D. Um, and we had like a... We had to go and find the... It was like a, it was an underground dungeon, and I had a spell that like lets you. It's a, like a druidy kind of thing. You stab a thing and stab a staff into a rock, and it makes us water a spring of water rise up. And it's so that you can like, and it it, it lasts for it lasts for weeks or something like that. And it's so that you can like make a well or something like that. And I was like, oh, it's underground. Okay, so I uh, I make a well of wa- a spring of water right in the doorway uh, and let it just trickle in and flood the dungeon and we go away we come back we just come back once a week to renew the spell and we just keep going until the dungeon is flooded and, uh, and it's over and, and the GM quite, ha- quite reasonably was like I appreciate the creativity that is right but that does mean we aren't playing. That does mean we don't play the game anymore. That, that does mean that <laughs> yeah. you, the game is you go back to a tavern and, and that's the end of the game. Yeah. So right, right, if yeah. we could, if if that could not happen, we could. So let's come up with a creative way that that doesn't happen. Was yes. that, and that's I think that's the beauty of that of the game. That's and that's the beauty of you <laughs> <laughs> come up oh, with a, something that is simultaneously honouring the player's creativity and use of the spell, mm. whilst also not completely destroying your own campaign and negotiating a compromise which is both fun witty and enjoyable for all like I you know because I think about myself immediately in that in that perspective I'm like oh if I've got this dungeon and they just flood it and they just do this I'm like A how much enjoyment are they going to get out of it are my players going to B have I written this dungeon if so I've got way more attachment to it than if I'm just using a publicised adventure if it's a publicised adventure fuck it flood it I don't care it's someone else's writing do it trash it <laughs> but if it's mine I might be like oh hey guys I mean there's an NPC that you like in there and you're going to kill three innocent uh, goblins in children yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean I'd be more defensive about it but if there's a way you can be like so you semi flood it like you get rid of the first three rooms of guards like you know that kind of thing like that's that compromise I think is where the game gets really interesting I do, I do like the, the the sort of more childish like well there's nothing going to be damaged that we're interested in like gold and gems mm. and swords so that'd be cool flood it it's like scrolls yeah. items of clothing like yeah, magic yeah. boots or whatever like no screw that yeah. I'm 12 flood it <laughs> flood it it, it, it comes we, up a lot sorry Karen. no go on go on you go first it, it comes up uh, the other thing it comes up on is like in it, the, the negotiation over engaging in quests which is the thing that drum drum refuses to engage in quests a lot of the time like someone's like can you help me to, we need you to come through here be like absolutely not I leave <laughs> and it's like yeah. I mean that's okay that's the thing to do to survive but also 
that's now the end of the adventure. That's yeah. You, oh, yeah. congratulations. It's, you had a normal it's, day. It's, like, <laughs> it's, a trope, it's a trope because that you know you because you don't want to respond because you don't want to because you fear danger. I think you fear danger. That's how yeah. that happens. Yeah. There's no yes and there, though, is it? No. If you say no to something, then it mm. immediately stops the the improv. It? But it's also especially prevalent, uh, I think, with people like Drum when you've got the main quest in your head. Yes, and then someone right. turns up with a side quest that might devolve into something super important down the line. But unless that is overtly clear, and things can't be overtly yeah. clear to the players all the time sometimes you've got to be a bit mysterious like unless that is overtly clear you might have a rational reaction to that um in terms of clearing dungeons i remember a campaign i was running and uh players had players of mine had like scampered up the outside of the dungeon like it was in a mountain okay and they were like try they they eschewed the normal entrance and instead scampered up the mountain because they were like these people live in here they've got to have a kitchen and therefore a chimney mm-hmm. and i was like that is solid thinking fair enough these bandits who do live in this mountain they do yeah. have a chimney somewhere go and find it and they did and they were like cool we found their kitchen area what we would now like to do is drop a bag of flour down there into the that small area air it's more air area and then just going to cast the cantrip ignite it and watch the entire room go up and get destroyed and i was like what the fuck (laughs) what and then they would talk me through the science of like igniting a massive bag of flour with and i was like sure yeah that is an improvised explosive yeah fuck okay so i had to do this whole negotiating thing where i was like i remember thankfully there was a week in between games and i was i had to talk to all my dm friends and be like guys what the fuck <laughs> uh, and they did talk me through this whole thing they were like well it's a bag of flour you're also living in a magical fantasy world it doesn't need to kill everybody but I mean they've put a lot of effort into doing this I'd, I'd at least take the first room out if I were you and then it's probably going to alert the entire rest of the dungeon I was like okay cool so there's a big, big negotiation happening it was my first time coming up against something like that and I was like ah okay but they were so into it like two of them would come yeah. up with the idea and then two of the other players were like oh my god this is going to be the funnest thing ever and you do whenever you think you've got a, a, a shortcut or a, a head start on the game or a campaign if you can do something cleverly like I think that should be honoured in a certain way like there's yeah. there's ways of doing it when you create when you control the entire universe you know mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a beautiful thing and some beautiful negotiation last week resulting in everyone still being alive but being hurt so what's the plan Danger Club you are very badly injured it is the morning do you want to rest up for a bit before you carry on to your appointment with death well we can still go to the you can still make the appointment go and speak we to the go and speak to, to the villagers and see if there's any healers or we just don't know that we just don't know that you know monster isn't gonna turn up they now don't come out in day do they in the morning they'll come out it's, at night it's all right as well because if the monster does appear as soon as we get there i can fly <laughs> <laughs> as can i so there we go problem solved onwards <laughs> Um, all right, so we go to the village, underslept. We ask around, and then we sleep out the oh, village. No, no, yeah. we're not underslept. We are just battered because we literally, we literally got up. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, so we sleep after we've done some basic asking of questions. Yes, fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, okay. Sure, fine. That's probably gonna yeah. be you know. That's what we do. Um, possibly as well. If it is following the usual tropes of undead, it will probably attack at night. So we might, as long as we get there in decent time. It's only five miles away. We'll probably attack us in our beds. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll set a watch. It's okay because I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I've got a real phobia of getting attacked in the bed since that bloody wraith of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. yeah, yeah man. Yeah, just woke up yeah. in bed. It's sucking my soul out. Oh, yeah. you liked him. <laughs> All right, so you... Uh, if it makes you feel any better, wraiths can fly too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you're done. So you, uh, you make cave. your way through the fields, I guess... Not quite as chatty as you were before. Um, 
So you make your way kind of keeping an eye on each other. Caragor tries to lighten the mood after a few minutes of silence by going, Oh, when I was a ship and I went in the air, oh, really scared. A bow went up and the mask went up and oh, my bunny boy blow. Boo! Boo! <laughs> you hear from near the back. Soon, May, I'm out of a wizard and the rest of the club, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Already it begins. <laughs> it's only because he booed me. No, we'll take our leave and go. It's, no, it's nice. Come on, come on, get involved. Like Cheery a, song. If Caragor turned around and you trap on the shards under your eye patch, you'd be <laughs> yeah. like, come on, everybody. Okay. Just <laughs> constantly <laughs> seeing it. Yeah, yeah. This is great. with shards. <laughs> 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 yeah. So you uh, you carry on your you carry on your trek kind of you bandaged you did some rudimentary bandaging you know to just bandage up your your obvious wounds until you make your way to uh, unless you want to do a let's not do any healing let's get into it um, you make your way to the um, you make your way to the village and and sure enough you find a uh, you find a small village kind of hidden amongst some woods by following the uh, the directions you find a small road that leads you from where the farmer's fields are down to a village you can see about you can see about uh, a dozen or so small houses they seem mostly small holdings a lot of them have got kind of little gardens outside um, and there are a you can see a few people out and about you see more people out you see people in the fields as you're kind of approaching the village so if you want to stop and talk to anyone in the fields before you get to the village proper they're the first people you meet otherwise you can head straight into the village hello so straight into oh, okay. uh oh which uh, which which of those was it? Is that in the fields or in the village, Velda? Um, on the outskirts. On the outskirts. Yeah, you... just for coming to the village. And, and anyone who's looking a little bit likely, like not just some sort of somebody who's just stacking mud. A little bit. Li- I don't want a conversation about monarchy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear. Uh, yeah, just uh, like someone. The, like the mud stacker turns around and goes, "Me, sir." Yeah. No. Oh, oh, very well. Um, a uh, a I farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I will fool you all. Please <laughs> use my undead puppets. A uh, a farmer who is um, working in the field, who is tilling, just kind of puts his tools down and looks over. He's dressed in just peasant garb. Yes. Says, uh, I'm a lord. Uh, ooh. Fuck uh, <laughs> <laughs> say not again. Yes, sir. <laughs> haven't heard that. Haven't well. Anyway. Um, you know who the last person to call you my lord was? Uh, I think that was six. <laughs> Six. Was it, oh no, it was some, it was some guy. It's the same voice as six, but yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I threw him off there. Oh yes. Now we're looking for the uh, lumber mill. Oh possible. yes. And also, has, has the village got a healer and a Fletcher? A healer and a Fletcher. There is a Fletcher, sir. Oh good. There yeah. is a Fletcher. There is a Fletcher in town. Um, the, What's his name he- or their name? I should say their name. Uh, his name is Dexter. Oh. <laughs> was he press ganged into that job <laughs> you're, you're too young Scott <laughs> Dexter Fletcher yeah oh good you do do you remember press gang no I just hoped by, by saying no. the two words you guys have that together yeah. that would be enough of a thing to convince Dexter you that Fletcher. I'd seen the thing you will remember Dexter Fletcher from Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels oh right and he did, he's done a few things with Guy Ritchie but yeah he came to fame and press gang about a bunch of teenagers who write, come up with their own newspaper and hey. only the really old amongst us will remember that. So, yeah. Hey, Scott. <laughs> hey, Scott, guess what? 
I, I didn't know what press gang was either. Yeah, I just laughed so James would think I was cool. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Actually, I also had Julia Sawala. That was the first thing that made her name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to buy deception there. I just, I just believed it. Uh, yeah, we've got a Fletcher, but no healer. I no, no. No, 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 no healer. We just do our best. If uh, if someone gets sick, we'll be, we 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 uh, there's a uh, I believe there's a there's a wise woman in one of the villages nearby who sometimes comes by. Oh. We take them to there, or we uh, or we try and take them down into West Crown. Oh yes, fair enough. Uh, right, we'll point the way to the Fletcher by good man and, and the lumber bill. Ah, uh, the, the well, the Fletcher is in the main village. That's just up uh, beyond those trees up there, where you can see the smoke rising. Um, the lumber mill that's further up the river. That's another that's another few hours track up the river from here. Uh, You've got a very aristocratic uh, voice there. Yes, I went to a private school. (laughs) (laughs) I was on. I was on a threshing scholarship. Ah, fair enough. Oh, splendid, splendid. Please, sir. Unfortunately, I studied liberal arts, and therefore (laughs) I've ended up back in the fields. Please take this. He hands him ten gold pieces. (laughs) Oh my god. He's back, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the real Fulton. How have we got so much gold? I don't know. Because we split it, didn't we? We did get loads, yeah. yeah, yeah. We did, we did. The, uh, the mud. No, I just mean, uh, compared to, uh, I've only got a little bit more than you have. <laughs> you just give it to everyone. The mud stacker is like, oh, could I have some of that? The thresher goes, no, it is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I am your king now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Carol, did you want to go to the Fletcher? Uh, yeah, great, great, great. Let's go see Dexter Fletcher. Great. Is the widow in the lumber mill? What? Yes. All oh, right, great, great. I think it was the lumber mill. She it? works in the yeah, lumber mill. Yeah, yeah, she runs great. the lumber mill. Yeah, great, great. All right, we'll go stop by the Fletcher and then we'll head on out to the lumber mill where we'll ask questions and promptly fall asleep. Uh, Dead easy. If I do medicine, what yep. can that help? Is that hit points or is that stabilization? Uh, it can help hit points. It, um, I, it's re- do you have a healer's kit? Did you take... Do you pick one no, up? No, but I probably should get one because actually I just checked my medicine skill and it's quite high. Yeah, it would be a decent thing. Without a healer's kit, you can't use it to treat wounds. Ah. All right, I will get one of those. <laughs> um, oh, actually, I didn't say, but I, I actually bought one just to... Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was at one point. Uh, as they're walking off, like, uh, from these people, Bubba's kind of dawdling behind a little bit. Okay. Uh, and he sort of just just jumps back to those people they were talking to. And just says, excuse me. Hello there, sir. Well, what would you do if your friend stole everything from you? <laughs> <laughs> I would, well, I would, I, I, I would ask him to please not do that, sir. You'd just ask him to say please, would you? Oh, sir, I don't, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to, any trouble. Stole everything, everything from you. If they stole everything you want. Oh, I really must be getting back to my work, sir. Yeah, you get back to your work. <laughs> he stares at him as he walks and runs back up to the club the mudstack is like I'd cook him in the nuts as I'm do I hear that yeah, it just goes <laughs> up just get, and he gives you a muddy thumbs up yeah he gives him a little nod a little like kind of yeah a little nod towards him he, the mudstacker nods like yeah yeah kindred spirit <laughs> goes, back to, goes back to stacking his mud <laughs> Uh, so you head into you head into the village, and like I say, it's about a dozen or so small buildings. What's, what's the name of the village? Um, you didn't ask. Anyone. I didn't ask. No, you forgot. You there, child? <laughs> oh no, sir! What's, what's the name of the village? <laughs> this village, sir. Well, this village don't have no name. Oh, it's a bit shit. Oh fuck <laughs> that! Fuck.
right round here really travel beyond a village we've never had need for a name. Oh, I see. I name we, your village Shitty No Name. Shitty No Name? Yes. Oh, it's been so long since we had a mighty lord so powerful as you in here. I know. I Do you see. own this? Own what? This land. Yeah, why not? I was always Can't told get. a mighty lord owned this land. It's the it's the shard. Felder, <laughs> could you what? could you could you give me the shard, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time. No, uh, no, I uh, no, I don't own this land, uh, lad. Uh, thank you for your useless information. But um, here, here's something for you. And and Felder just motions for Felder to stop. Felder gives him twenty gold pieces. <laughs> Oh, they're so shiny. I'm too young to really know what these are. (laughs) 20 gold pieces. Oh, my God. Hey, everyone, look what I've got. (laughs) I'm going to be the most popular person in all of shitty no name. (laughs) And and the boy runs off, followed by the jealous looking (laughs) eyes of several people. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's going to get robbed. He's going to find the end of a pitchfork. (laughs) That's what that boy's going to (laughs) find. An early grave. So you ask around, and, and sure enough, you find that there is a uh, you find there is a Fletcher in town. It's it's actually a blacksmith. Um, he seems to make he seems to make arrows, and he seems to be doing. There's not a lot of there's no sort of weapons there. He's not making swords or things, but he is making like plowshares and uh, uh, repairing bits of farming equipment. Uh, and there is a a big a big gruff man with white hair um, and. Uh, aged sunbaked face who is working away at the uh, who's working away at the anvil when you when you arrive uh, I am a, I'm just trying to put back my character sheet <laughs> just <laughs> how, how much yeah. fucking gold I've got Jesus. yeah okay hang on sorry just get me purse around here it's in literal tatters I am, I am a, still that's rot let me just let me just finish reforging this character sheet <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you could actually that'd be great um I'll go it my name's Caragor Wanfang Dexter the Fletcher. I, uh, um, I wasn't press ganged into this in case did, you didn't were ask. Didn't ask. No. Did you say that because we own a ship? <laughs> you own a ship? Yes, we own a boat in the harbour. Oh, good. Yes, that's right. It's fine. Yes, that's right. A uh, ship. Good. Um, how much for? Uh, I need some arrows to fit. I get out of the composite longbow. Huh? Uh, we got oh. anything for this? He kind of. He whistles as he takes the longbow and looks at it. And he goes, yeah. "Fine craftsmanship." Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't he ask. Tried it to, to shoot me with some, but he missed. Yeah, it's just don't ask it to fire any tangle arrows at your mates because it's useless for that. What's a tangle arrow, sir? Tangled foot arrow and a grappling arrow. You haven't got any of them, have you? They used to be good, but they're not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I have, I have arrows and. Uh, well, I have arrows, sir. Arrows is good. Give me how much for a hundred? A hundred? Well, yeah. that would be. Uh, I, I normally sell them for. Uh, I normally sell them for a silver piece for ten. Silver piece for ten. So a gold piece for a hundred. Aye, sir. If you can spare that kind of money. Yeah. Uh, take two. Thanks, mate. Can I get what? I've got this. No, 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 no. no. It's okay. I'll you don't do need it. to make reparations just because you sold the shard. I know, but it's fine. You don't need to pay for this, okay? No, it's okay. You've given plenty of money to destabilize the economy. No, 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 no. Fulton, put them two gold pieces back. I've got plenty. Okay, it is two from mine. Thank you, Fulton. It's a nice gesture, but I'd rather you put that effort into not stealing shards from us and your mates anymore. All right. Okay. 
NPCs aren't like a collective people. You don't get to make reparations to all <laughs> by just giving some money to a peasant. Yeah. You make it up for what you did to Fulton Bottles. That's what Fulton yeah, yeah. thinks. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a wonderfully middle class attitude. It's yeah. like, I'll give away enough money until I don't feel guilty anymore. I might not even really need it, but just there we the, go. And the, the church literally built an economic system from doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's oh, historically, yeah. that's in fact, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, he, uh, he, indulgences. He goes, those boy, help me get some. Help me get the more arrows from the shed. Uh, the boy goes, "Fuck off! I'm rich now." <laughs> <laughs> Is it his son? Has this family just done incredibly well out of this going in? Unfortunately, that's what happens when money gets involved. Ooh, I'm just uh, saying. Hiya, Bubba. Didn't didn't know it should come in. Oh yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in deep, mate. <laughs> Dexter the Fletcher comes back with just with just several a couple of big bags of arrows uh, and just puts them down and just um, and pass takes several bushels out and uh, hands them over to you give you your hundred cracking cheers um, and uh, what's the game like around here Dear, mostly. Although you don't see too many of them. Uh, I've gone really posh. Sorry, I just... <laughs> I went to private school, you know. I've <laughs> scholarship. That's village. What, you're the only, village. The only family that can afford just, it, apparently. It's just in a really good catchment area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you get a gold piece, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 Does yeah. anyone actually Suddenly. belong in this village? I mean, it's just... It's holiday homes and the wealthy. We're all on gap years. <laughs> yeah, gap year. Um, no, the... Uh, it, it, dear, mostly, sir. Uh, the... Don't see too many of them around here these days, though. It's it's mostly rabbits. They've been disturbed by anything gratuitous hiding in the bushes. Uh, it is. Uh, we've heard tale of. Uh, we've been told that there's a there's a creature uh, about. Some of, uh, my boy saw it last night. It's a figure in the woods. Uh, horrific visage. That's right. I learned big words. You did. Oh, you've <laughs> been talking to the farmhand down the way, haven't you? Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's, uh, we he's all, got a scholarship, you know. We all clubbed together and sent him to the academy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Comes uh, back with a fucking music technology degree. Have you, have you, when was the last time? Have you ever? What time did your boy <laughs> see <laughs> the monster? Boy, what time did you fuck off? I, I, uh, <laughs> what, could, it were, uh, I remember it were late. It were well after dark. We sent, I sent him out to uh, I sent him out to grab some more firewood from the shed, and he said he saw something moving in the forest on the edge of town. It could, seemed could, to, you, could you describe the monster boy? Why should I describe it to you? I'm rich. I'll buy you. Here, here, dwarf. I will give you a gold piece to slap this man. <laughs> no. Oh. I'll take no. a gold piece to slap him if you want. <laughs> oh. Sure, I'm up for a slap. Anything for a slapping. He had your gold piece. I, I slap the child around the head. Ah! Now, do respect your elders. <laughs> nonsensical. Wow. wow. He drops his 20 gold pieces. Immediately, loads of other uh, other villagers run over and just start oh, grabbing God. them. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Ugh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Uh, yeah. No, not you. The oh. other. Actually, no. I did want to speak to Dexter. you anyway. <laughs> Has De- Dexter? I have you ever killed your ex-girlfriend's father? Okay. So, a child. So, could you describe this monster for me? Don't worry about him. He's had a long day. 
Uh, could you could you describe this monster for me, and I'll give you a gold piece. In the time it takes Dexter to just process what he's been asked for, <laughs> is, he's like, oh, "I was terrifying. I saw it last night. It's to, it was tall, it was like a man, but its face were all its face were all stretched, all stretched over its bones and twisted into this this horrible snarl, and it was." It was just muttering, muttering things. Uh, and, and its eyes, its eyes, my lord. It's deep sunk into its head, black as death, with smoke pouring from it. Little wisps, wisps of noxious fumes what went off into the air and must have poisoned the birds. Oh, you're it, so descriptive for a little boy. Uh, I don't agree, yes. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing an English degree. <laughs> you'll do an English degree over my dead body, lads. <laughs> um, right, here's, here's a gold piece. Thank you for your information. That's, that's oh, very good. I'm back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, so and it was muttering things yeah it was capable of language oh, it seemed to be but it wasn't talking to anyone like it was just talking to itself I didn't dare get close enough to hear what it could be saying that's interesting this might be more complicated than just attacking a mon- does it, dead thing it oh, might I be think, some kind of revenant does it you, come out like specifically uh, if you have like I don't know a villager lying on the floor naked and strung up does it come out like that has anyone tried to feed it? To go back to your, your previous question, no, I've never killed um, the father of... My, I, I've never killed anyone. Um, I have. <laughs> <laughs> and strung up like what, sir? Well, just as a meat snack. A meat snack? For the monster. Have you, how a does the monster come snack. out? No, we we don't want the monster to come out. No, we do because we're going to destroy it for you. Uh, yes, I guess my colleague is saying if you could bait it with anything, does it appear to go for any food sources within the village? Deer, apparently. The only person who's seen it in the village was my boy, and he ran back inside. Um, thank thank the gods it didn't. Uh, think Arastal, it, it didn't try and come in through any of the doors. But do them? Do you reckon them deer? They've all been eaten by the creature. Is that what we're thinking? don't know sir um, when did the deer start going missing uh, they've been on the decline for uh, uh, many years that could uh, just be a natural food source yeah. um, we, uh, I'll tell you what uh, one final question what, um, whereabouts uh, oi lad um, where exactly did you see the village yeah what's in it for me Huh? What's in it for me? Caragol clenches a fist <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no 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 <clears throat> I will give you a copper piece a copper piece? Yes, a copper piece for oh, free. Don't get That's for knowledge. You are out of bed. You're out of bed now, my lad. <laughs> looks nervously and remembers how it went for him before. Oh, well, I, I, wish, I wish I could say no to you, but, but I remember back when I was a rich man. <laughs> I remember my fall from grace. Our pride led me to lose nearly everything. What, two minutes to come? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dreadful. Sorry, what was your question? I will give you, uh, because I can't read it on my character sheet anymore, I'll just give you the rest of the copper pieces that I have. Oh, great. Which is definitely more than one and somewhere less than 100. That's reasonable. Yep, fair enough. Good. I can just tear that bit off my page. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, just, uh, but only after you tell me whereabouts you see it. You, uh he points to the woods. He's okay, going, he takes you around to the side of the Fletcher and points into the woods. Um, Brilliant. And Brilliant. it's kind of the, the Fletcher is right on the edge of the village and it's quite dense 
dense trees from there and he just kind of points off through the woods which are already starting to look dark uh, even though it's still the afternoon but just the shadows of the trees make it very dark under there and he points into the nose yeah Okay. Past them trees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I guess we go chat to Widow, and then if nothing turns up from that, we either sleep or we go straight into the woods. Yeah, yeah. If that we, sounds good. But if we go down to the woods today, we'll be sure of a big surprise. Hey, probably won't be a surprise because we'll know what's in well, there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that all you want to say? Yeah, yeah. Great, great. <laughs> Just doing a little. Bit. Yeah, that's good. It's good, mate. Trying Feeling to, all right, chill. Well, well doing, not really. Stacey doesn't go chipper. You know. <laughs> Well, the giving away money helps. Good. So middle class. Right, so... Uh, <laughs> Charitable donation. <laughs> off, off we go. To the widow. Cheers, thanks. Thanks for watching him. Lad, uh, Dexter, uh, what's your son's name? Uh, his, uh, my son... My son were named after... Uh, <laughs> I didn't name him, you see. He was... <laughs> he was I, named I wasn't by, even there. <laughs> he was named by my ex-wife. My, my ex-wife, Ravushka and Nikolai. Uh, his name is Kurdtrude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ravushka and Nikolai. Kurdtrude Fletcher. Kurdtrude Fletcher. Guy, Kurdtrude Fletcherson. Kurdtrude Fletcherson. That's his name. <laughs> well, that Very nice. The richest boy in town. <laughs> starting to explain some things, though, about why he's the way he is. Um, cracking great cheers uh, don't go into the woods don't go for, too far from the village oh we Kurtrude and I we, with the money we've made today we're going to be we're, we're off to West Cram we're going to take holiday great lovely have Enjoy a nice that. time he's already See like got the wagon out and he's packing th- is packing some things into it um, well if you if you're going out there then good luck I, I wouldn't want to tangle with whatever it is that's out there I'd have left it for the hell nights myself but uh yeah. They're all defeated. Well, they're all otherwise occupied. Yeah. I mean, unless we. But knowing <laughs> that, we get them to start a revolution. What the hell nights like? Um, even without a perception check, you can you catch that he's kind of. He pauses and he's like, he's definitely trying to get a measure of you. Um, he's like, hi, they're. Uh, they uphold the law and that's important, sir. We are um, independent contractors and when one of the Hell Knights asked us to come and investigate this, we told him that he wasn't welcome to come with us because we wanted honest opinions from people that we weren't going to pass on. If that changes your mind about anything, you're going to say. My honest opinion, sir, is that the Hell Knights keep the peace and, uh, and, uh, and Erastal's blessings to him for doing it. But it wouldn't be Erastal's blessings they'd be having, would it? That's uh, not my business to get involved with, sir. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, We're law-abiding folk here. Good. All right. Well, we'll see that law-abiding folk get protected. Let's go off to see Widow. Oh, thank you, sirs. Um, Enjoy your holiday. Oh, we will. Oh, we're going to go to Fantasy Disneyland. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, so you, uh, yeah, the Fletcher packs up, locks up his... Uh, Locks up the smithy, puts that, puts the the boy jumps on the back of the wagon along with their things, and he he wheels the wagon off out of town. Wow! I hope no one needs horseshoes in the next two weeks. Or arrows. Ah, oh, if they need arrows, I'll just give them. I feel you got quite a few there, I've haven't you? Got I mean, hundred arrows, mate. Yeah, it's a lot of arrows. I might see if we can visit a temple and get them blessed. Have you got like a like a thing to carry those in? Yeah, I've got. I've bundled them into different stacks of ten all around my person. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm just saying. Are you worried yeah. about my load that I am carrying? Are you thinking that, oh, maybe you could get rid of a shard or two's worth of weight? <laughs> Why did you say that? Why did you say that in Where my are we head? going next? <laughs> <laughs> What's a widow? Sorry, is this where I can get horseshoes? Is the oh, widow over there? <laughs> no, they're closed. Sorry. Oh, it's bloody. What's your name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Doing another one in the same episode. Uh, uh, my name's. Um, Randy Perspot. Well, ah, fuck Randy. off, Grandy. Randy. <laughs> There's no horseshoes, all right? I'm having a bad day. Now. Go away. You are, aren't you? Yes, I am. Oh, it's all right. I, I don't have a horse. <laughs> he walks on. <laughs> Let's go to Widow. <laughs> you go to the, you uh, you follow the river north out of town and uh, and follow up up into the hills. Um, you can see there seems to be. You get a feeling of why they need the the lumber mill needs to be sort of a bit further up where the river flows a little bit faster, so it'll work for the water wheel. Um, and you uh, you make your way up there. It takes you another couple of hours of walking, uh, and then you see a a lumber mill. So it is by now kind of. Is now getting on for late afternoon. Um, the sun is lower in the sky. It's still daytime, but it's lower sky. Long shadows stretched out. And you see, and kind of, you're in a slightly more hilly area. It's still very heavily wooded. Still a lot of trees around here. I haven't cut all of them down. Um, it's not like a kind of, not like a game where just everything around the lumber mill has been felled and then there's a line like a game or like the slow destruction of our own planet um there is yeah, like you see game. the <laughs> okay let's do yeah. a game that's more cheerful um you see the uh, the lumber mill itself it's an old rundown looking it's a big mill um you can see the mill itself with the water with the water wheel turning very slowly um, you can see that there is uh, there's a load of tools and things scattered around it there is a um uh, there is a small there's a, a house connected to the uh, the mill itself and then there is a big sort of storage warehouse behind it um, there right. is no sign of anyone working there Bubba knocks um, on the door of the house you knock on the door of the house there is no answer is the door unlocked you give it a try the door is not only unlocked, but when you turn it, you realise it was locked, but the lock is broken. Oh. <laughs> I'll fucking have a sleep now, can't we? No. The oh, thing's I, killed the widow. Maybe. Maybe. Well, let's not jump to conclusions, but... Wrong holes! <laughs> <laughs> Run away, sleep. All right. Get your weapons out. You never know. Could be I something can't, in there. I can't kill it. What? Can, I can Right, look, just the undead thing. I can't. Why? I, I just can't do it anymore. Yes, you can. He puts his axe on his back. No, it's not for me to end another person's life. Fulton, this thing's already dead. It's, 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 it doesn't have a life. Maybe then I don't know. <laughs> I'll decide when we so get come on, closer. Come on, come on. Don't you want to put your thumbs in those eyes? To, you I'll know, get my club out and yeah, I'll do some got, non-lethal damage. Just do a Manish no. and Iyer's bit from about eight episodes ago. <laughs> no, but I'm going to stick to this. No, but listen, Fulton, we stuck Fulton. to it. <laughs> have you not heard? He's got green, glowing, smoking yeah, eyes. Yeah, Imagine that. poking those out with your thumbs. It'd be so much fun. Respect my decision. No, it's a stupid decision. I'll respect it, Fulton. Listen, if it's dead, if it's a person, we don't kill it. All right, but if it's a if it's an horrible bleeding monster that's already died once we might 
dissect it a little but bit. I'm going to inspire Fine. courage now before we walk in. You start cool. singing a song. Oh, inside this house <laughs> could be anything. Could be a dead woman. <laughs> I want the shards back. <laughs> You're all inspired by this. Wow. I want the shards back. Carabolic so narrows his good eye. Mm. Knocks an arrow to the bow. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't realise when he's singing that he's actually del- giving away like real information. <laughs> all right. And then I sort of push open the door. Like singing a sad song, you push the door open and let some light into the room. Uh, it is a it's a hallway. Uh, it looks it looks quiet. Uh, it looks quiet. Sounds quiet. Do you know what? when this was described to us by Man in Sky? It sounded like it was describing a dungeon. I'm not going to lie. It's true. I wonder how many stairs this place has got in rooms. There, um, as you look around, you can see. Um, I mean, give a perception check. If you want to have a little look around. Terrible. Oof. Amazing. Mm. That'll do it. Caragor's yeah. definitely got it. 33. Um, there are muddy footprints on the uh, on the ground. Initially, look, looking like something as... And true enough, you look down at your own boots and you realise that they're fairly muddy. So it looks like something came in from outside and you reckon not that long ago. Um, I just point down at them and I go, Recent. They, I, thought, I thought it was mud. Where the, where are they going upstairs? Um, you can't. They go off into the. Ha- you kind of. They go off into the house, and you can see there is a. Uh, there's like a sitting room. Um, they actually they peter out quite quickly once they're inside, and the mud is knocked off. They kind of disappear, but you know that something came in this door relatively recently. Where do we go? Room by room. Okay, who first? You. Fine. <laughs> Open the first door that yeah. is nearest. Uh, so looking around, you can see that there is a... Um, the ways out of here, there is a door that you... A door that seems to lead to a kitchen. Uh, there is a flight of stairs going up. There is a door um, further into the... On the other side of the living room that seems to go towards the lumber mill itself. Um, those are your kind of options out of the living room. And there's nothing overtly in here. Uh, there's no creatures in here. No, it's it's set like it looks. It looks inhabited. This house. It looks like a uh, you know there is a I don't want to say sofa, but there's like chairs and th- there's chairs, table, cuddly bench, yeah, cuddly, cuddly bench, bench, tables, and chairs. There's vending machine. There's, <laughs> yeah. you know, no vending machine. there's um, there is a fire. Uh, there is a fireplace. Uh, there are um, you know a couple of axes hanging above the uh, couple of axes hanging above the fireplace. Dwarven dishwasher as well. Dwarven dishwasher. Yeah. Is this a night hole, a day hole? Are we, um, are we, uh, do we think the thing came in here or do we think someone else came in here? It's hard to tell. We don't know, do we? You don't know. Um, I guess I'm asking the group, should we just fucking shout and say, hello, is anyone here? Like, should we just do that? Might be our only option. I mean, we could could go go room to room, but I'm a bit worried that someone might have just left their door open and then we've broken in with our weapons drawn. The lock was broken. broken. Yeah, okay, fine, fine. Okay, fine. We keep going this way. We don't shout. We go room to room. But over Fulton's shoulder, I've got my bow and arrow drawn. Okay. We open every door like that. Cool. So, so first the kitchen, I think. Okay, you head to the kitchen first. You kick the door open. Just bow over the shoulder, looking it. in. Just gently open it. Just 
gently open it. <laughs> You've changed, man. I know. <laughs> it's, uh, it is a, a, a relatively well-stocked kitchen, as you would expect for somebody living outside of town. There are some hanging, there's some hanging salted meats um, hanging from rail, and um, there is a... Um, you can see that there is a, a cutting board on the, um, on the kitchen table, or on the, the worktop, uh, and there is a loaf of bread that has been cut in half. Um, there is no bread knife. <sighs> I had that cut that no bread, bread. next. Maybe they have scissors for hands. Scott's face said, I should have finished him off with the axe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. We just continue. We're going yeah. upstairs. Upstairs, I guess. Upstairs okay. it is. Should we go stealthily? Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. For fuck's sake. Give me some stealth checks. Uh oh. That's not too bad, actually. Oh. 29 for Velda. Ah, oh, 29 for Velda. That's pretty good. Go on then. Dirty 30. A nice. dirty 30. Sickening 20. Sickening 20. Uh, 30. Oh, hello. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You all... In it. Did you take a malice because of the heavy armour? Yeah. With that factor in, you still got 33. I don't know. It just says zero. I believe you have armour mastery by now, which takes away (laughs) the penalty for wearing armour because you are a fighter, so you are so used to moving in plate armour. Fair enough. You can... You can keep it. Fulton very much plays against his stats in terms of how proficient he is or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's actually really good. What's your stealth bonus? Plus 13. Fuck me. Because his dex bonus is pretty good, isn't it? Right. You, so yeah. you, uh, you, creep up the, you creep up the stairs very quietly up onto the landing and you see, a, um, you see up on this level there is, a, there is a single door that goes into a... Um, uh, that seems to go into a, a a bedroom. Well, you assume a bedroom is upstairs. The door is closed. You push the door open, mm-hmm. bow over the shoulder, um, and you look around. There is a uh, there is a large bed. There is a uh, there is a cupboard on the side, and there is a. Um, um, you're looking, ar- uh, looking around the room there is hanging up you reckon from a quick glance clothes for one person even though it's a double bed you reckon maybe one person lives here but the thing that really draws your attention is that there is blood splattered on the mattress of the bed um, and it looks like some of the ornaments and things have been knocked off the shelves there has been a scuffle there has been a, a scuffle might be a big way of putting it there's been a struggle in this room uh, uh, up in the closet. Go on. Oh no, you're not tall enough to. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll open the closet. You look for the bread knife. All right. Uh, give me a perception check, Fulton. I'll just do it on here. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh, looking around. You find the bread knife lying on the floor. Its blade is broken. Gargle nods um, and opens the closet. You open the closet 
uh, slumped among the clothes in the closet, you can see a human woman uh, who's just hunched over in the uh, in the closet. Dead. Doesn't she? Doesn't react to you. Um. <clears throat> hello. Excuse me. The uh, the woman just kind of the woman shudders for a moment. Ooh. Cargill takes a step back, um, just with a hand on one of his hammers, and goes, <clears throat> Hello, are you well? Do you need some kind of medical assistance? Yes. Betrayed. Betrayed. Rebel. Traitor. Traitor. Uh, and it lifts her head up and looks, and you can see the woman's flesh is just drawn taut around her face. Her eyes are sunk deep into her head like black pits. Uh, wisps of purple smoke just start wisping out from the eye sockets as she puts a hand on the uh, on the side of the cupboard, and as she does, you see the wood splinter from her strength. As she puts it, she puts her hand on, looks up, and he goes, "Traitor!" And that is where we leave it for tonight. Get the axe out. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to the end of the show. Do you listen? Do you not? Who knows? But welcome. This show was made possible by our patrons, especially our Dangerling of the Week. Libby Abner, oh, thank you, Libby, so much. We are ever so grateful. If you would like to get your name on the end of the show, then why don't you head on down to our patron, and you could become Dangerling of the Week. Go on, I'll wait. Woo-hoo.